What's going on, everybody? This is your boy, Miles Austin, and this is Hard in the Paint with Miles Austin, where NBA news gets physical like the paint. Whether you want to body him like Shaq or finesse him like Hakeem the Dream, you're going to get the hard truth. Let's dive in. This is NBA playoff basketball, one of the most exciting times of the year, and I am just immensely excited about what's happening right now. First shout out is going to go to Giannis Antetokounmpo in the Bucks. They are putting a hurting on the Detroit Pistons after beating them by 21 last night in game two as they go up 2-0 on Detroit. Now, let's be honest. There might have been a chance. There might have been some type of uh, competition or Detroit winning a game, but Blake Griffin has not been a part of these first two games and doesn't look like he's going to play in this series. So I'm going to go ahead and call it. Get your brooms out. It's probably going to end up being a sweep. I don't see them winning in Detroit, and I see too much of Giannis closing out these games, wanting to just be done with it and moving on to the next. This guy has a killer mentality, a killer instinct, and uh, it looks like it can't be matched right now. It just looks like the way that MJ or Kobe would do it in their, you know, in their prime and the way Giannis just, I mean, just attacks you and wants to just embarrass you and demolish you and kill you. That's, that's the type of feeling that you get when you see Giannis play. And I like it. I like the way that he's playing. I like the way he's doing it. And he goes up 2-0 on Detroit. I mean, but it seems to be the, the and the number one person that's looking as a part of this dynamic duo is Eric Bledsoe. He showed up in the last game doing 27-6-4 as Giannis went for 26-12. and 12. They are looking like a dynamic duo right now. The perfect support for Giannis, who's, going, who's somebody who's going to attack it, who can kick it out, who can shoot the ball, who can get physical, give you a little bit of offensive rebounds and things of that nature. But they both are looking really well on the offensive end and on the defensive end, which you needed help. So this is kind of going into that MVP talk because people want to deem James Harden the MVP, which I'm not mad at that. That's your choice. It's cool. He's done some amazing things this season, things that we haven't seen before. Um, but you have to reward somebody who has looked good from the from game one until the end of the season. Walking into the playoffs, they have the number one record in the league. Not just an Easter Conference, the lead, a better record than Golden State, a, gold, a better record than, Houston, than the Houston, Rock, Houston Rockets, and two games better than Tor- the Toronto Raptors, who looked great as well this year. But you can't penalize somebody for being great from game one to game 82. Giannis and the Bucks have been have looked great because a lot of th- I, what I believe is a lot of people are looking. Uh, and for matter of fact, they're forgetting that the first 26 games of the season, Houston Rockets weren't even a playoff team. They didn't look like themselves. And you want, if you want to say health, that's a false statement there because Chris Paul and Clint Capella were a part of these 26 games. I think they were 11 and 15 at the time. Um, they had a losing record and they came back and Harden did it. I believe Chris Paul and Clint Capella went down and Harden went on his crazy streak, which is absolutely amazing. But why can you do that the first 26 games when you had your supporting cast on there? This is why I'm choosing Giannis Antetokounmpo because of the offensive end and the defensive end. They're looking absolutely amazing. And I hope in June when they do um, the awards, Giannis does end up getting it. Now it's a segue as we talk about James Harden. The Rockets are 2-0 up on the, on the Jazz as they head back to Utah. Uh, offensively, let's be honest, man, they are just unmatched. The, the Utah Jazz are unmatched right now. Um, Donovan Mitchell has, hasn't looked his best as, as they're trying to figure out this way of trying to guard James Harden. Um, it is hard. It's hard for to finish off with a lefty who can shoot the mid-range, shoot the three, finish at the goal, and pop off little lobs to, to Kent Capella if you want to play up on him off of the pick and roll. These things are what are probably going to beat them when you have a floor general like Chris Paul, who's not the primary ball handler right now. Um, you have somebody who can who's a floor general that can that can take over 
if, if he needed to and score when he needed to. So this team is going to be scary. Um, they're going to get out of this series. I don't believe it's going to be a sweep. I think the Utah Jazz are good enough to win one or two games, which will probably be back in Utah. But we'll see, um, you know, how, how this whole thing is going to unfold. I do I do like the Rockets, obviously, in this series. They're going to win it. I think it'll be 4-1 or 4-2 with Utah winning in Utah. So um, that is a hard city to play in. And uh, they've shown that throughout the season with their record, their home record. And um, I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be really good. But when you have no idea how to stop James Harden, he's going to be the center of that offense until you can figure out how to stop him or take something away that he is used to. Um, it's going to be hard to beat that team. Um, as Let's segue into uh, Kyrie and the Celtics downing the Pacers in the last few minutes. Kyrie ends up dropping 37 um, as the Pacers just seemed to unravel in the last two minutes of that fourth quarter. I, I was up to watch that game. Um, the Pacers were up. They didn't score for an eight-minute stretch in the fourth quarter. Just couldn't get the ball in, 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 in the basket. Boban, I think, hit two threes to kind of put them up as they had already been a part of like a 15-0 run at that point. Um, this thing here is... I think Indiana is just is just they are Miles Turner hasn't played up to the potential that he is. Victor Oladipo is actually injured, so he's not playing in this series. Um, this team is probably a little bit unmatched and uncoached. Uh, Brad Stevens is um, just a just a heck of a coach, and they I mean they were up. I think Boston is one of those. He, they kind of have the Warrior syndrome, like they know that they're good, they know they have the pieces, they know they have the coach, so they play a little bit differently and kind of can kind of get lazy on defense. They were down. I believe 12 or 13 points before they made their run. Uh, but then the last the last few minutes, they, I mean, it was two turnovers, a misplay um, from Wesley Matthews on an inbound play, went right over his head, the miscommunication, uh, didn't even get a chance to tie the game or chance to go into overtime or win the game uh, with dealing with those turnovers. Um, I mean, as this series goes back to NEL, we're going to see how they respond, how they step up. I do think they could probably win a game, uh, but you're probably looking closer to a sweep. So we're going to see, um, you know, they, they, they look good. I, I do believe that the Pacers are a good team, um, but right now they just don't have the firepower, and you got to understand that. It's probably going to end up being 4-1. I think Indiana can win a game in Indiana, but the Boston will probably close it out in game five back in Boston. Now, we have talked about the, the back-to-back champs, the Warriors, uh, and the series that they're having with the L.A. Clippers. Now, this is a this is a different one because obviously the, the Warriors came out and did win game one. Game two, they were up by 31 in the third quarter, ended up losing the game after a, a Clipper rally led by uh, Lou Williams. Um, they come back from 31 down midway through the third to win this game. And as the series heads back to L.A., I do think the Warriors obviously are going to win this series. They'll probably end it. Probably, I think honestly, it'll probably be a four-two um, as Warriors move on to the next round. Uh, it's tied. It's it's tied up one-one uh, right now. But I do believe the Warriors come out and just beat the brakes off of the Clippers in that first game. To be honest, as they um, just just thoroughly embarrassed about losing um, a game where you're up thirty-one in the third quarter. Um, let a team like that come down. Obviously, we did see the injury, unfortunately, going to Demarcus Cousins. Um, as he as 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 he goes down for the rest of the playoffs, um, a really unfortunate injury. I I, I thought that uh, as Demarcus came back fighting from that Achilles injury that took him down last year, um, I want I wanted him to succeed, man. The, the the guy didn't like the move that he took to go to the Warriors. However, um, I'm never gonna be against someone trying to succeed and trying to win. He was a vital part of that team to me, um, and what he was bringing to the table. We all know that he's a 30 and 10 guy, 28 and and 12 kind of guy. He can do that on, on any given night, um, but that wasn't required of him to go to state and to see him go down with a torn quad. Um, 
it was kind of sad to, to see kind of see that happen. I wanted him to do more. I wanted him to be more, um, but that injury kind of sidelines him. And, and we're just gonna see. We're just gonna see what the Warriors do. But I do think they close this series out probably four two. Clippers probably get one more game, which will probably be game four, um, and then it'll probably end in LA. I want to say in game six because uh, of the thirty one point uh, meltdown that the, that the Warriors had. But I do believe they come out in uh, in game three and just kind of pounce on them and and in LA. Uh, I'll probably end up in winning by double digits if I had if I had to put a number to it. But I do think it's going to be good. I mean, this is going to be a good uh, playoffs. I don't think it's going to be a good playoff series. It may be pretty good because they're going to they're just a scrappy team. Um, I do like I do like the matchup. My favorite matchup to watch right now um, is probably going to be Portland and Oklahoma City. Now, as they went up. They're up 2-0 right now, heading back to OKC. Damian Lillard, the combination between Dame and CJ McCollum has just been absolutely amazing in what they do and how they do it. Uh, Dame is absolutely one of my favorite players to watch. He is a Cali kid, so um, him just being from Oakland and being able to represent the way he is in Portland and just saying, look, I'm not ring chasing, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to win here. Um, that's honorable, it's respectful, and it may not happen, however, but you got to respect somebody's decision so not to run and join other teams. Or um, I don't see any problem with recruiting, though. Come on, Dame, let's be real here. If you're not going to leave Portland, let, let's start recruiting and get some guys here so we can kind of sure up a chance. They can kind of sure up a chance to uh, have, have the have – the, um, the gumption to kind of fight for a championship. That's a good team, but they're not a championship team. Anybody in the West has to go through the Warriors. So, Kevin Durant, we are praying that you decide to leave the Warriors and create balance amongst the NBA again uh, in the Western Conference and the Eastern Conference, where it looks like um, you know executives and talk around the league is saying that he's gonna he's a foregone conclusion for the New York Knicks. Um, obviously, he hasn't spoke about it. Kyrie hasn't spoke about it. But if they get the number one pick in Zion, end up with Kyrie and Kevin Durant, that's gonna be a scary team to play in Madison Square Garden. Um, but I, I like them. I like them either way. Um, in in related news, it's not playoff news, but I did hear a story come out yesterday about the Lakers. You know, I have to mention them because they are my favorite team. I am an unbiased um, NBA analyst, but I do love my Lakers when it comes to it. There are some moves that we need to make this offseason. Um, staying healthy is probably going to be the biggest thing. But the news did come out about the president of basketball operations position. Uh, the person to replace Magic Johnson has been chosen. However, he is currently um, running an NBA playoff team right now, an NBA team in the playoffs. So he cannot speak on it. He can't answer. However, they are communicating about the moves that the Lakers are making. And he is okaying this from behind the scenes. Um, I was thoroughly excited to hear about this because I did not want Rob Palenka being promoted. Nothing against him, but he hasn't done it. Um, that's not a position that he's held and the experience that he has running a team as a general manager was just in the last two years under Magic Johnson, which obviously hasn't been that great besides landing LeBron James um, to put him in a Laker jersey. So I do think um, this is awesome news to hear from me as a Lakers fan and to see what's going to happen once the playoffs are over. Offseason starts. We're talking about the draft, us getting a top 10 pick, um, unfortunately, but we're going to see what we can parlay that into, parlay that into um, as the offseason starts and gets you know gets right about around trades and the and training camp comes up and see what we're, who, who's going to be on the roster who's going to be going but i do think we need to make some moves so back to the playoffs I had to mention that because of the president of basketball operations is unfilled currently um at, in, a, in an official capacity to find out that somebody is communicating someone has the position and is communicating behind the scenes making sure that the moves they're making is going to be good ones as he is controlling an nba playoff team 
um, is, is is good news to me. So just we'll just run through the numbers for the for this for the series that we have right now. Magic and the Raptors one one. Philly and Brooklyn are tied one one. Warriors and Clippers are tied one one. Denver and San Antonio tied at one game apiece. Houston up two zero on the Jazz. Boston up two zero on Indiana. Portland up two zero on OKC. And Milwaukee Bucks up two zero on Detroit. Um, it's going to be good. The playoffs are good. The Eastern Conference has been exciting uh, with LeBron James kind of leaving and seeing these teams kind of step up. Um, I, I really want to see if Houston's going to be able to beat uh, Golden State, man. I think that's the that's the series we're looking at, and they're going to be – this is the next series that the Warriors beat the Clippers and the Rockets beat um, Utah. Um, that's, that's who they're playing next. So I am excited. I think it's going to happen. Um, and that's going to be a great series. Maybe the, maybe the Houston Rockets do it. I would love to see James Harden and Giannis in the finals. Um, but we're going to see, man. Uh, let me hear from you. I want to hear what you're thinking. Who you think is going to be in the finals? Or go, is Golden State just a runaway with it? Even after losing DeMarcus Cousins, we're not going to act like they um, didn't win just back-to-back titles with the team without DeMarcus Cousins. So who's coming out of the East? Is it Boston? Is it Toronto? Is it Milwaukee? Is Houston, does Houston have enough to beat Golden State and make it to the finals? I want to hear from you guys, man. Hit me up. I am Miles Austin on all platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. Uh, let's talk basketball, man. Um, and, and make sure to check out. We have our three and three, three major things in three minutes. NBA update is going to be happening every week, um, Tuesday, um, around noon. or probably We'll just say noon. Every Tuesday at noon, the three and three, three major things in three minutes. NBA update will be happening as following hard in the paint. It'll be dropping Wednesday at noon every week. Let's get consistent. Let's talk about the NBA. We're at playoff time. Most exciting time of the year for me as an NBA analyst. I'm excited with the offseason and uh, training camps and trades and free agency. That's going to be even more exciting. But the playoffs is exciting and electrifying basketball. You guys be safe. God bless. Again, this is Hard in the Paint with Miles Austin, where NBA news gets physical like the paint. Whether you want to body him like Shaq or finesse him like Hakeem the Dream, you're going to get the hard truth. You guys be easy. Be safe. Peace.